Welcome back to our third segment here of Solid Steps Radio. And we are here with the gentleman of NGN Business Advisors. That's Nictor, Gassman, and Nictor. They're all three here. And we're going to talk today about business leadership. And uh, again, if you want to hear more about this, go to our Facebook page. You can hear all of this episode. We're going to post this episode. If you're hearing this on Saturday or Sunday or anytime, if you want to hear it anytime after that commercial free, go to our Facebook page and you'll hear our podcast. We put that on Sunday nights or Monday mornings, and you can listen anytime you want. Pass this along to somebody who may want to hear it. You can also go to Further Still Ministries and just click on Solid Steps Radio. Uh, we've been talking about uh, specifically how, how do we walk with Jesus in the in the business world and how to how he is the CEO, and we just walk with him every day. But Rob, talk with us, you know, specifically to the business owner out there. Uh, bring bring that home a little bit more of the strategies of 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 Christ, and how do we implement that into what we're doing as business guys? Yeah, Kurt, I mean, that that is a challenge. We get all energized. We leave after the sermon, and after fighting traffic within 10 or 15 minutes, it's easy to lose that zeal on Sunday. And we talk about moving from Sunday to Monday. How do we do that? And as Jerry had talked earlier, it starts with the heart of the owner or the most senior leader. If you don't own it, you lead it for somebody else. It starts with that heart. And get real with yourself. What are you really about? What do you really value? We talk about core values. You hear that. And there's, you know, I'll throw a few words. It sounds like cliches. They're not because we get very practical and real with this. And the core values are, they need to be authentic. We always say it's, what would you stand in front of the bus for? What would you take a bullet for? Or more importantly, businessman or woman, what would you put above profit? Until you're ready to, to lose something, until it costs you something, it may not be a real value. And so we help you identify that, owner or business leader. It's your values. There is no set list. And once you start with the core values, that becomes the heart of the business. We actually, if I could paint a visual, it becomes the skin, the shell that surrounds the whole business when it's right. And you, the owner, have the challenge and obligation to push those values to every level of leadership and really in the servant leadership model, push it up to the front line of every employee and hold people accountable to living those values. So it starts there with values. Mm, that's good. So it, whether you have one or two employees or whether you have 550 employees or beyond, I mean, that's, that, that's, it's, it's about helping those people understand those values and you, first and foremost, are living those. Jerry, you're going to say something. No, I, it, when, when Rob talks about the heart, you have to start there. Um, the head processes what's in the heart, and then, you're, then you begin to act out or you begin to do those things that express uh, what's in the heart, the head, then through your habits, uh, through the action that you take in your, in your job. And people, uh, people respond differently. But I, I, I think it's important to say that, you know, if – if the orientation of the business, and you, you asked us to get real and help people who are listening in their business, there's a lot of different places that a business owner or a leader goes in his mind and in his heart. There's a lot of places where they can go. Uh, some are just as excited as they can possibly be about what they're doing, and they just need assistance in moving the organization forward. We do that. We can help them with their uh, advising them on their finances. We can help them with putting together marketing programs and advise them on how to go about strategizing for business development and growth, 
building it, building out uh, an operational back room, if you will, to make sure that things are running smoothly. But the guy that owns the business is the guy that sits there when all the lights are out, and he's going to be paying the payroll, and he's going to be addressing the issues that have to do with competition and the, all of the challenges in business today. And a lot of times, uh, I'll just give you some, some scenarios. Yes. Okay? I've gone in over the last 12 years. I've been doing this the last 12 years. Uh, I've gone in and visited with owners after 30 years of owning their business who literally do not, when they get up in the morning, they really don't want to go to work. It's a dreaded thing for them to go into work. It started out maybe as a great joy and delight, and now it's become... Well, I'll tell you how it works. I mean, when I go in, usually it's uh, somebody says, you know, you ought to sit down and talk with this group of guys. And so they'll call us, and uh, uh, we'll go and we'll meet them in their office, and we'll sit down to listen to them, what's going on with them, and immediately they want to shove a spreadsheet in front of us. Well, that's the result of whatever is going on inside of the business. Mm-hmm. And so politely and very graciously, I pushed the spreadsheet back to them, and I said, that's the result of what it is you've been doing. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about what you see as the issues. And immediately, their nose is in their navel. That's a phrase that I use when people are really not doing well uh, with themselves. Uh, they're very depressed at times, very anxious, uh, not knowing, lost as to what ne- what the next step is going to be. It's hard to believe that business leaders, people who actually own their own businesses, would get in that kind of situation, right? But you see it all the time. All the time. All the time. And so I call a timeout. When I see that that's where we are and they're having a difficult time, I just call a timeout, and I said, okay, let's go back to when you first started this business. Their whole countenance changes. Their whole countenance changes. Their body language, their words, they raise their head up, they're smiling, they're talking about how they and their brother, or they and their, their wife started this business, we were having fun, and then here we are 25, 30 years later, and I've got all these issues. Got all these employees, got all this payroll, got all this whatever. Right, exactly. And that's, you know, that's the introduction. And then when we bring them to that point and, and that whole countenance has changes, it's really important to find out where they are in the business. What role are they playing as the leader? Are they, everyone is looking to them for direction. And have they really come to a point of understanding of the realities of that business? Have they accepted the realities in that business? And most times they really have not. So what we help them do is come to a level of understanding the realities, the acceptance of those realities, and then what imperatives, that's where you get involved in the strategic mm-hmm. aspects of the business. And then what strategically can we begin doing to turn this around? That's a, that's a company that has a, or a leader that has a problem orientation, totally different than somebody that's just starting a new business and we come in and help them with a strategic plan. But in the midst of all of that, how we incorporate biblical principles and how we incorporate Jesus into that is a very subtle influence. 
we influence by what it is we know to do and they become curious we literally have had clients ask us you know you've mentioned this transitioning to a servant leadership model inside of our company can we call a time out here and you explain to me what a servant leader is about and and, <laughs> and I, w- I want you to could you talk about that yeah because the listeners right now what what does that mean Jerry yeah what does that mean in my lawn mowing business or or whatever business yeah we've got yeah we can do that let's talk about that yeah right now <laughs> you want to do that now right oh, yeah. now oh i thought we, we got were... you here might all as right. well do it <laughs> all right let's do that define servant leadership for somebody who doesn't know it in 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 60 seconds well what we understand about servant leadership is in first john uh two six First John 2, 6 says that uh, for those who profess to walk in the faith must walk as Jesus walked. There is no understanding of biblical principles or understanding servant leadership in the absence of the understanding of Scripture. You follow what I just said? Yes. You have to be in the Scriptures in order to understand scriptural or biblical principles. Yes. So the encouragement there is to have uh, what it is that we introduce found in in the scriptures sometimes there are people who we work with a lot of people we work with are christians and we incorporate those christian principles through the scriptures uh, as we work with them what they understand is you're walking next to them you're not fixing we don't even like to be called consultants because the, the definition of a consultant is somebody who comes in and then leaves, and when they leave, you're left to do whatever it is they've told you to do, and you never end up doing it. <laughs> so, so, in servant, so in servant leadership, it's critical. You personally are walking with Jesus, right. number one. Secondly, you are, you are really in the Bible. You are in the Scriptures right um yourself right and we're going to need to take a break because then then we're going to continue to talk about what what else what else do i need to do to live out a servant leadership lifestyle Mm -hmm. so that my employees and my whole company my whole business is is following in that in that model Mm -hmm. in that pattern so we're going to take a break here and come back and uh you know, it's funny. I heard a, a great definition of a consultant is somebody who's 200 miles away with a briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> so it's more than consulting. It's somebody saying, hey, how do you walk through this process with somebody? And, uh, uh, you know, it, when you're running a business, no matter what it is, we want to do we want to focus on the tip of the iceberg. The one that's at the top above the water, what we see, and that's the first thing. What Jerry said, he takes that spreadsheet and slides it back to him. <laughs> it's way underneath the surface is where we want to, where that begins. So, we're going to come back with one more segment, talk a little bit more practicality and a little bit more philosophy and a little bit more of the person of Jesus in regards to business on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to our final segment today. We are talking business with Jerry, Brian, and Rob from uh, NGN Business Advisors. And we're talking about small business and talking about uh, how we as small business owners 
can take these principles of, and not just the principles of Jesus, but the person of Jesus, and also the principles of the Bible, and work them into our day-to-day life, and not just from maybe a nine to five, but from five to nine. Mm-hmm. Because these principles also apply uh, right at home, our own little business that we call family, and uh, that that very much translates in. And we've been talking about, you know, I, I think two key key concepts are number one that it, whatever we're doing, whatever business we're in, we walk with Jesus. He is the master of our lives and we walk with him. And then secondly, we're in the scriptures on a regular, daily, consistent basis because we need the truth. The truth will set us free. Mm-hmm. But talk with us also in the last segment about servant leadership and how do we flesh that out as a business owner, as a leader in, in the work world. Uh, Brian, talk about that a little bit. Well, you know, just building on what what's what we've been talking about the last minutes uh, about living a life uh, in relationship with Christ. It's even more than than uh, even stepping into that means that we lay down our lives and for Him and putting others first. You know, Scripture speaks and tells us that that we're to consider others above even more important than ourselves. Not that we're not to consider ourselves at all, but to consider others even more important than ourselves. Philippians 2 speaks to that. And and we see how Christ humbled himself even to the point of death. And so we're not advocating anybody take that step, you know, but but in a very much in a spiritual way to lay down, to die to themselves and to live for Christ and live for others. And so the Bible speaks in very practical terms about that. There's parable after parable uh, that, that, that tell us it, we have the perfect example in Christ. And so to just to, to be him before others. And that means putting there are there are our, our employees before our own priorities. Uh, there's our, our, our stakeholders. And there's our customers that that where we can we can live a life where we're serving them first. And we find that God blesses that. God blesses his word and lived out in our lives. And so when we're putting others first, uh, he, he blesses that. That doesn't mean necessarily earthly prosperity, but the blessings are immeasurable by as we experience his grace in, 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 in walking that. So when we walk into our business and we begin to think through and, and go, Lord, these people I want to consider in, in a greater way than my, myself, my own needs, my own wants, my own thoughts, I want to consider them. And uh, Rob, you uh, in the in the break, you you talked about the or you kind of made a triangle with your hands, and how traditionally we think that we're at, you know the business owner, the leader, we're at the top, and you just flipped it. Right. Talk about that. Yeah, you know the the scripture that comes to me is Matthew twenty and Matthew twenty when the mother asked Jesus, "Who gets to sit at your left side and at your right side? Which of my sons can they sit there?" And I always have in my mind in vernacular, Jesus says, "You guys just don't get it." But what he does say is, "The Gentiles they lord the authority over the people. Not so with you. For the Son of Man came to serve, not to be served, and to be a ransom for many." And so you flip that saying, my job as the leader, as the owner, the most senior leader of the organization, is not to be the dictator and not to have all the answers. My job is one of stewardship, and it is to love into, pour into, and to uh, empower, and to use a word I know that you love, Kurt, to equip the people that report to me and push that through the organization so they have what they need and I can address their wants and their needs and their dreams and and pull out that capability and and all that potential they have within them and you know empower them to be and do their best to live that Colossians 323 life of, of giving your very best for the Lord 
that's where you start to tie it together when you realize that your role is not that everyone bow down and worship me as the CEO or whatever and you're not here to serve me you're not here to make you will make me happy when we and you have to hit numbers and you have to fulfill objectives however your job is not to placate me my job is to empower you to be the best so that we can move this organization toward the vision we have of the great people we can be and the great work we can do it's challenging encouraging equipping and and um preparing those employees those people who and customers and giving them uh, sacrificing uh in such a way similar to what jesus did for us yeah absolutely and in in one of the best ways that we can serve our employees and serve our customers is to apply biblical principles to our business and a lot of a lot of uh, business people, workers, and business owners are surprised to find out that the that scripture is just full of, of wisdom that is very practical applying to business. You know, for example, diversification. Proverbs speaks to that. Ecclesiastes speaks to that. Uh, diversification. That wasn't a man, a human concept. That was a godly concept. Uh, you know, the, the parables of the, of the talents, of not burying your talents, but using them, bringing them forward and multiplying. I think uh, Rob was speaking into that. So, there are you know, the scriptures very clear in it, and, and, and your eyes are open to that when when you approach it from a Christ-centered perspective in the way that we that we've all been talking about here. You know, I, I mean, real practically, I remember uh, on the farm, my dad said when he was a young boy, and and his dad, my grandpa, it was time to haul manure and pitch manure, and he had a hired hand, and uh, the hired hand always commented that my grandpa would pitch manure. I mean, he had the authority to say, you pitched all the manure, I'm going to go do a, a task that's <laughs> a little bit, I, I don't mm. want to pitch manure. Mm. And uh, But he would side by side, worked with the hired hand, did the dirty, stinky, filthy work right, right alongside. I mean, that's, servant, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Servant leadership is doing sometimes what I don't want to do but coming alongside my employees and being sacrificial and and loving uh, them and loving, and them. loving them yeah be, not, not giving them just the, the the junk jobs and i get to do the the gravy jobs but it's mm-hmm. uh it's being sacrificial jerry talk talk with us uh, I, there's a methodology that god has shown us you know we're talking about how we bring jesus to work with us and it sounds very complicated uh, you mean I've got to learn all these scriptures? You mean I've got to I've got to uh, um, do all these things to be a better Christian? And uh, uh, you know that that's a long journey. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, we're still on it, but I think the most rewarding thing uh, when you've recognized that there is a perfect role model for being a leader in your business. God's not saying you have to be perfect. God's not saying that you have to learn all of this at one time. And I think what God has done with us is he's helped us to understand his gifts to us over the last 45 years, that those gifts need to be shared, and we just need to walk alongside of some business leaders and helping them to recognize and take their time in their own personal development to really get their muscles, their spiritual muscles, strengthened to the point to where people will follow them. People don't want to follow somebody who's lost. Wandering around. They don't want to follow somebody that's lost. 
and it's as it's as evident in a business if a leader doesn't have a good direction and if he's not inspiring those people um encouraging them that in and of itself even if you've got a great product or service even if you've got a great product and service that's sustainable if the leader is not inspiring if the leader doesn't have clear in his own mind where he's taking that organization the people will perish (laughs) they really will and the bible talks about that exactly Without without vision, without the, the correct exactly. clarity, the people do perish. That's that, right. The Bible says, you know, again, the Bible says to encourage one another daily. So, as a leader, as a as a as the boss, are you going in? How can I encourage and bring hope and yeah. give an, an inspiration? And sometimes, you know, sometimes that that requires somebody coming alongside of you and you know and, and helping, helping you, you through, helping you through it. And that's what you yeah. guys do. And that's what we do. Uh, yeah. you know, it, you know, I hate I hate it, but we're our time is up but um guys i just want to say a huge huge thank you for for coming here and uh, just sharing just your heart to want to do and help guys um in the work world to just connect with jesus because Jesus is the greatest leader who's ever lived. So with that in mind, we're going to I'm going to ask uh, Brian, would you pray for our men that we would follow him and walk with him and uh, follow his model of how to live life. Would you yes. pray for our, yeah. for our men please? I'd be humble to do that. Father in heaven, we we praise you and we thank you God that you are our salvation, that you you sent your son that he might die on the cross for our sin we might have everlasting life through faith in him. And Lord, we know that that is uh, the message that every hearer of these words uh, needs to hear right now, for you are our hope. Mm. And Lord, I, we pray, I pray for the blessing on this ministry and this, this broadcast and these two fine men and the work that they're trying to do to, to lift up other men. And we, we, we pray, Father, for the men that are listening to us right now, that they will know that you are with them, you are not against them, mm-hmm. that you love them, and that you are hope for them, that they can find hope in Christ, they can find hope and encouragement in your word. Lord, right now for the guy that is, is struggling and, and, and is, doesn't know which way to turn, left or right, that he will, he will humble himself and just and, and, and submit himself to you, Lord, and, mm. and seek you through prayer and through your word, that he'd seek out the counsel of, of, of wise men around him even. And Father, we know that you will love, love these men, and we, we know that you'll be faithful. You are always faithful. So we lift them up to you, and we praise you, and we thank you for the work that you might do. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 So uh, my, one of my books, a book called Crush It, it was a marketing book, and the chapter uh, of the book said, the best marketing plan ever. And you turn the page and it had the word care. Hmm. And that was the whole chapter. <laughs> mm. And you talk about, that right there was so impactful that I thought, you know what, if you just care about the person sitting across from you, whether they're an employee, whether they are a customer, well, that, that goes far. And I heard somebody say the other day, if somebody's willing to die for you, that's somebody who's willing to, you're good to follow that person. Absolutely. Right? And uh, Jesus died for us, 
and taking these principles, but the person of Christ into the workplace is uh, supernatural. Things happen mm-hmm. and uh, cool things happen. So we want to thank you guys. And the website for NGNAdvisors.com, NGNAdvisors.com. Go to their website and you can get some more information from those guys if you want to contact them. Thanks for listening to Solid Steps Radio. 